dope. My name's Michelle Gold, and you're listening to Bad Personality, the podcast where I ask random men that I meet on the internet really personal questions about themselves, really all in the hopes that I'm trying to figure out if I just have a bad personality, and that's why I just always have a bad time with men. So today, my guest, I know you want to stay anonymous. You don't want to tell us your name, which is fine. But, you know, give us some, give us a little information on you, um, whatever you want to tell us. All right. So mid-20s. Born in New York, parents split, moved to Florida, um, grew up, did all my schooling and stuff there, like really bad ADHD growing up. Um, I have a sister lives with me and then basically um, graduated, wanted to peace out of there, moved back up to the Northeast. And now I get bored and talk to strangers on the internet. Right, right, right. I mean, who doesn't? So I usually like to have people read us their bios. So I know your bio has some, um, I guess has some of the things. That, so you can read it, but leave out, you know, the um, the school part. Basically a douchebag, so it's not a big deal. All right, it says FL, arrow, RI, just let you know where I'm from. That's still fine. Six one, because that's obviously a prerequisite to have any meaningful connection with a person. Right, right, right. Eng- engineer, occupation. My school I went to and graduated from, somehow, adventurer, lifter, gamer, skater, nerdy, witty, and sarcastic. That's me in a nutshell. Yeah, I mean, you know, I just like to have people read it. I think it's important. And like you said, six one is very important. Like, you know, I'm 5'9", like, being next to someone who's 5'10", like, makes me feel insecure. So I just, I can't, I can't do it. I, I don't blame you. I don't really think it's cool to just, like, shame people for their preferences. So it's cool. Whatever you like, you like. Filter out fat people, I would. Okay, that's uh, yeah, I I know now I can't oh, say what that's Roast mean. Me. <laughs> it's the same. It's literally the same idea. Okay, why? Well, how is it? How is it the same? Because for me, it's just like right, like being tall has always been an insecurity for me. So when I stand next to someone who's the same height as me, like a guy who's the same height as me, one, I feel giant. Like I feel so big, and like I want to feel small, but I feel really big and I feel very insecure about it. All right. Well, for one, a guy. For the most part, your height is your height. That's what you get genetically. And it sucks if you're short, but that's what you get. Your weight is something you can, 99% of people can control their weight. Um, So I don't think it's shallow for me to say that I don't want you to be overweight or fat because I'm not personally attracted to that. And why would I waste my time if I'm not attracted to you? What you wouldn't, you know what I mean? It's the same thing. Right. It's just, but see, like, I feel like your thing is kind of just like, oh, because I don't like the way it looks. But I guess my thing, I mean, my thing is, yeah, it's still shallow, but it's also more how yeah. it makes me feel. Yeah. But also, I mean, like, I've gone out with guys who are like my height, too. So I just say it, you know, and I guess I'm not actually doing like if I really liked someone and then I and then they were like, hey, I was just lying to you. Like, I'm not six, four. I'm five, nine. And yeah. I was like, oh, I, like, I already really like this person. Then I'd be like, I mean, like, you know, it's kind of sucky that you lied to me. Right. But like, I don't think that's. Like, I want to be like, no, fuck you. Like, we're done. I mean, maybe because they lied to me, but not because of their height. It depends. I'd probably be okay with it. The lying part. Yeah, the lying would be would be a deal breaker for me. But yeah, to each his own. Not everyone, not 99% of people can control being fat, though, just so you know. Um, yeah, that's an arbitrary are, number I threw out, but. I know, but there actually are genetic component, genetic factors. There are economic factors. There are lots of different factors that lead into people lead to people being overweight. You know, that's, not that's everyone true. can control it. It's definitely true. Not not everyone can control it, and that's why I threw out ninety nine percent. That was an arbitrary statistic for sure. I'm not trying to like be 
harp on that, but the, the main idea was that that was just my preference. You have a preference with height. I have a preference with weight. It's not like it's a hard thing. Like, all right, first date, hop on the scale, sweetie, let's see. But it's just like, like what is it? Like, what's, if you're the, like, what's the weight if you're, for you? If you're obese, if you're not healthy and you're fat, I'm not sexually attracted to you. Therefore, I have no well, What's like the line? What's the line for you? Like, what is obese to Come you? Come on. You look at someone, if they look fat, you know they're overweight. No, like, what is medic- fat to you? Literally obesity. Like, literally on a, it's a. On like what scale? On like a BMI scale? Yeah. If you're like, if you're in the healthy like range. Even BMI has been like scientifically proven. Or by, BMI is not a science. BMI is actually just like a racist thing that they made that it, it doesn't actually object I mean, health. Like, so are you saying like, oh, just like looks wise, you just don't like yeah, looks. how a fat person looks? Not like, oh, I want them to be healthy because people can be overweight and be healthy the same way that a skinny person can be unhealthy. Okay. So like describe. Describe like the perfect person for you. You don't have to describe me. It's okay. Just you know, describe, describe the. Um, you. Yeah, you don't have to. It's okay. I'll let you slide this time. Um, yeah, just like describe. That's you not know, the thing. I, I don't have like, a picture. cookie cutter like perfect woman, and I'm not expecting anyone to be like the ideal. Well, just like paint us woman. a picture of some things that you like. Just you know, if you if God said, you know what, I'm gonna make you the perfect person for you. Just tell me everything that you want. All right. So first thing I'll do with height, and this is something I've went back and forth on because at one, like I like a short woman, like I think they're really like cute and I can just like cuddle them and hold them and they're all like tiny and that's cool and all. But then it's also like, I want to have a kid and I don't want my kid to be short. So if I'm having sex and we're going to have a kid, then like if you're short, like genetically, it's like hurting his chances of being taller, which I don't want for my kid. But let's let's go days. like let's go like somewhere between yeah that's definitely something I'm interested in. But then also your small thing that is exactly why I feel like I need to be with taller men. Exactly, you explained it. You know, you said it there. So yeah, now everyone knows it's not shallow. We've learned a lot in that um that couple minutes. So I guess now it'd be a good time for me to actually ask you your question. So like you briefly mentioned in the beginning, your parents are divorced. Um, you told me when they were when you were like five years old. So I'm not sure how much you remember that about that, but. It does seem like a pretty interesting story. I know you said um, your dad cheated on your mom. And then, so your dad stayed with the person that he cheated on your mom with, but then your mom got with your stepmom's ex-husband. That's correct. I normally describe it as wife swap, which apparently is a very niche show because no one ever knows it, but. I have seen it. Okay. But I'm pretty sure that show got canceled for being very, very sexist. Maybe. Uh, it's also husband swap. Yeah. This situation. It, it is. Uh, I, I just found the entertainment value was pretty funny. But anyways, where, where were we going? Yeah. So, um, you know, how much of that time, like, do you remember? Like, what was that like for you? So to be honest, the fact that I don't remember a lot of it is probably a benefit to me. Because if I did, it would probably have affected me more in a negative way. I have like maybe two or three memories of my biological parents together two of them pretty bad one of them just like a really short memory of like my mom getting in the car and giving me like an action figure toy when I was like four years old I don't remember why I remember that but I just do so that's but like I have really no memory of them being together in like a positive way so I mean just think Mm -hmm. about back to when you were like four or five how much do you remember probably not a lot I remember them fighting a few times I remember like doors being slammed and voices being raised. Okay. So like how old were you when you like found out that like your parents split up because your dad had cheated on your mom? 
<laughs> to be honest, I probably I probably didn't fully understand it until I was like 10 years old. Um, okay. like and so how soon did your mom like get with your stepdad, who's also your stepmom's ex-husband? Okay. Immediately, probably. Probably when they were going through, I don't know all the details, like my dad's tried to explain it to me, but he, this is like classic my dad, but he met, actually met her playing online video games all right so it's like a really Mm -hmm. weird thing he he like met her online and then they they met up in person and then they just like fell in love or whatever um but it was like i already forgot where i was going with this what was it was the original question how soon after did your mom get with your stepdad yeah who's also your stepmom's ex-husband yeah, I'm going to say it's probably like a couple months, like almost immediate. I feel like they kind of, they bonded together over the fact that they fucking hated my dad now and um, my stepmom. Um, right. I Like, this is something that I've grown over time. I've learned to forgive my dad a little bit. I do feel like he generally like loves the new person. I don't like how he went about it. But, but my mom and my stepdad are probably just together because they didn't want to be alone. It's kind of sad, but... Mm-hmm. I feel like they're both were like older and they didn't want to like restart. So they just kind of like came together and they're like, oh yeah, do you fucking hate this guy? I fucking hate my ex-wife or whatever. Cause they're going through divorce. Right. So they probably. So it wasn't kind of like, oh, happy story. It's like, they really fell in love. It was kind of just like, they, you know, um, what, like misery loves company, whatever. So like, they were just kind of like, we're both miserable. Like that's my take. That's my take on it because of seeing them together over all the years like maybe they really were great in the beginning and like they bond they truly have like a real bond over the fact that they fucking hated these other people but um i just i just felt like it it probably wasn't as genuine but they also didn't fucking cheat with a family because obviously my step um mom and stepdad had two kids of their own which comes into the picture later but they both had a family right. and, they bo- and they both cheated, which is extremely shitty and a reason why I'll never cheat on anyone because I've seen like how it affected my mom. Like did your whole family move to Florida, like your mom and your dad and your step-parents or? It was my mom, my stepdad, me and my sister moved to Florida because that's where he lived. Because like I said, they met, they met playing online games. So they were literally across the country from each other. Like my dad's in New York and his new future wife is in Florida. So, so then did your dad also move to Florida? No. no your stepmom dad... moved to New York? Yes. Yep. Yep. That's what happened. Uh, that just seems very inconvenient. Like why why could they not have picked one location? I don't know. I didn't I didn't really sit him down as a five-year-old and be like, look, guys, this is for my development as an adult, you guys are gonna need to be closer. <laughs> I mean, just like to me, it's just like, yeah, it's, it's a very shitty situation. But also in I a bet- way also more ideal than I feel like other like divorced parents like just if they just you know marry just two completely like obviously different unconnected people right because like now both your step parents have shared interests and also living close together and then your parents would also have shared interest in living close together so like why couldn't they do that I you don't know but I mean you know what I'm saying I guess could, sure it could have been my yeah I know what you're saying it could have been my mom trying to like get back at my dad and by taking us like taking his kids and being like, mm-hmm. bye, like, you're never going to see him, which is what she tried to do. And she did try to, like, I don't want to say indoctrinate me into hating him. There was good reason to, I'm sure. And, th- I mean, there was right. because of what he did. But also at the same time, that's still, like, my dad 
So maybe you having a relationship. Little kid. Yeah. Yeah. So it could have been that. It could have been just the economics of like my mom says she wasn't even a teacher at that point. So she basically had like no career or like no real way to make money because my dad did pretty well for himself. Like he had a good job. Actually, he didn't really even have a good job at the time. He does now, but he didn't at the time. So it could have been just like my mom wanting to leave New York because she's like, now I know now that she like hated it up there. It was just like too cold and shit and just the economics right. of her. So she like the idea of Florida to her was appealing. The fact that my stepdad already lived there and had a house there. So there's like a lot of factors. I don't know all the answers and I really don't care to, honestly. But then so like your step siblings, um, did they move with their mom or did they, how did they, they actually, play? They, we actually all lived together um, as in me, my stepdad, my sister, and my two, my new, I haven't mentioned, but I have a step, um, stepbrother and a stepsister and all of us lived together. Um, in the Florida house when we moved down south. Okay, so that's nice. Yeah, yeah, and I I love them. They're to me, they're the same as real, like my blood. Um, like I I love them both, and I'm I'm really lucky to have them in my life. So then, so your stepmom and your dad, they kind of like pieced out of the situation. Then they're just seeming more and more shitty because now they're just kind of like, you know, like all of our kids are literally in the same place, but we're not going to live there. Yeah, you know, when you say that, I never really thought about that. Like, why didn't they try to move down to be closer? Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. really just your dad. He He's the one who didn't move. Yeah, but my stepmom would have moved up there to live with them. So she would have been like, bye kids too, I guess. Well, she could have been like, I'm not moving. Like, my kids are here. And then your kid is, your kids are also here. Yeah. I don't know, maybe, maybe this is going to worsen your relationship with your dad. I'm sorry, but to me... You know, I just, I also just hate men. So that's, yeah, that's fine to hate <laughs> half of the population, I guess. But I don't know. I, I really, yeah, I don't know. I try, I guess I maybe like ignorance is blessed with a lot of it. I try not to think about it, but like little things I've just pieced together over time <laughs> about their marriage and right. their relationship or why it all fell apart because it's like you get clarity on your childhood more as you get older. I feel like, like the older you get, the more you start to like reflect about like, what in your childhood led you to be the person you are now type thing. Mm -hmm. And I, I find it interesting sometimes because when you, when you learn about someone's childhood, a lot of things start to make sense about why they are the way they are. And right. 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 So like when it was time to see your dad and their mom, would you guys like go together? Would they like both come see you guys at the same time, take you all to Disney, you know, that kind of thing. Like, were you aware that's like, Oh, okay. like my stepmom is also their mom. Like that kind of thing. So it was honestly, I think I went like 10 years without seeing my dad um, because like I said, my earlier, my mom had kind of like, I was attached to my mom and I loved her and I didn't want to like leave her ever. Um, and she kind of just told me all the bad things about my dad and like what he did, I guess, and kind of like made me not like him. So I would never want to go see him. I think my sister flew up to New York, like in the summertime, we or we would go up sometimes and she would go up and visit him, but I never wanted to go um, because I just like, I know I'd like miss my mom too much. So I didn't want to, right. but eventually I like, I guess I got over it. And then I, we would go up in like the summer to see him. And it was just like, I remember him like taking me on a car ride and trying to like explain to me like the situation. Um, but it kind of flew over. I, it makes sense now, but in the time I was just like, whatever, like he's my dad. Let me try to like have a relationship with him 
we it was literally like a vacation so it was like really easy for me to like him because it was like oh we're just going up there for the summer and he's just like we're our objective is to have fun so that's like like he's giving you ice cream you know yeah exactly it's a fun time yeah yeah it's fun right and then did your step siblings also like go with you no no they never did um they never went to see their mom no they they did i'm trying to think think back to what they're doing so they're they're a lot older than me and my sister so I'm like mid twenties, my brother's like mid thirties and my stepsister's old enough that I'm not going to say her age. And so I think maybe they, they were in college at the time. So my, I think my older brother went to go live with my grandma when he went to school. And then I really don't even know where my sis- stepsister was when I was growing up for most part. I, th- I think she, she just moved out. Yeah. She moved out at like 18 to be on her own, I guess, because okay. Yeah. So yeah, no. I mean, understandable. So I'm sure she would go visit her mom because they have a great relationship um, with their mom. But yeah, I, they just weren't in the picture in my life at that point. Okay, okay. So I'm starting to get the picture. So now let's bring in your your half-siblings, I guess. Let's bring them into the picture. Explain okay. it to us. Well, when my dad uh, met his new wife, I, I say that because I don't want to say her name. Like we have a good relationship too. I'm not. I'm not mad at it, either of them anymore. Like I said, I don't like how they did it, but after seeing them together for a long time, I see that it's like they generally love each other, and so right. I guess that love, you know, manifested itself. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then my little sister was born. They. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. A couple years after they got together, they had her. So. Mm-hmm. And then do you see? Does your mom and your stepdad, do they have any kids together? No. Okay, so just one half sibling. Yep, one half. And then your mom and your stepdad, they hate this, like, your half sister, your little sister. They don't like her. It's, yeah, yeah, it's like, like, I, it's so fucked up, but yeah, yeah, they don't, they don't like her. And like, like, I get why they wouldn't like her, but at the same time, she's just like, you don't really, you're just a fucking kid, right? Like, you can't really help who your parents are and what situation you're born into so mm-hmm. and is she aware of this um this situation i think so um because one time she was visiting in florida and i was like oh just like come by the house or something real quick and then my mom was like no i don't want her here and i was like oh so we're really still like that okay whatever so i mean i guess like understandable i guess from, like both of your parents often. but it's also like but it's also just like it's like your it's like your sister but like i could get why that'd be like more i mean i can't say for people you know any of my listeners if you're out there listening and you have half siblings let me know how your parent that is not the parent of your half sibling if that makes sense how do they feel about this halfless sibling you know let me know at bad personality bad with two b's on twitter um (laughs) but yeah yeah it's kind of lame to be like that like they're like they're both like full-grown adults by far but they have some just like I love my mom to death but she she has some like kind of immature like fucked up ways in in some aspects but who am I to judge like is she still salty about this absolutely I think she still holds a grudge to this day and if she could fuck over my dad in some way she would do it really like, I actually think there's a lawsuit between them right now, which I don't exactly know what the details are, but yeah, it's it's something to do with, like, her getting part of his, like, pension or something, I think, but. 
And then how does your dad feel about like your mom and your stepdad? I've, I feel like he's like mature about it. He's just like a mature, he's like, yeah. Um, like I understand why they hate me. It, kind of thing. Like she can feel how she feels and she probably has every right to feel that way. He's like, he never talks bad about her at all. We're on the other side. They both talk shit about my dad and my stepmom all the time. Right. I mean, like your dad, I mean, I guess now, because right, it's like 20 plus years after the events. So long. You know, f- like your dad like doesn't really have, you know, a, a place to talk shit on them like then. But like now it's kind of just like, I don't know. Like grow, like grow, like just you like, like not even a grudge. sense of just like forgiveness, forgiveness but like that like, can't be good for you. But like, like yeah, like forgiveness for you though. Like it's not about them. It's about like if you're just gonna have a grudge towards them, that's just gonna make you miserable. You know what I mean? Right. Like you have to like live and let live at some point and just let it go. You know, we're it's good because like you know before it's a good transition. You know, I was talking about your childhood. Um, so what song reminds you of your childhood for me the song I chose was so the song I picked I also because like I saw what your song was and then I was kind of like and then I like didn't know I was like what song reminds me of my childhood so I said 21 guns um by green day green day okay right because I don't know if it reminds me of I mean it does remind me of my childhood but not because I listened to it a lot as a child um, mostly because my sister, <laughs> I'm going to expose her because it's a very funny story. In middle school, she was in um, the middle school rock band. You know, <laughs> middle schoolers trying to be in a rock band and they played 21 Guns. And it is um, hilarious. Honestly, it's so funny. <laughs> they were just like a Green Day cover band pretty much. Or maybe they were, or I think they also played Linkin Park. Or maybe they maybe they didn't play, 20, I don't know. 21 Guns though. It's a good song, a bop. That's not even calling her out. That's just like they had the talent to like play that. Like, good no, on. they didn't. Oh, they didn't. I mean, maybe right. they did. They were like they were fine, but like that's also so like that's <laughs> so funny. Like they played at like the talent show. They had like a middle school rock band. Like they were trying to be like rockers. I think I think it's pretty funny. Yeah. Sorry, Sarah, calling you out. Um. Anyway, so the song you chose was it was "Somewhere I Belong" by Linkin Park. Um. You want to explain to us why? I'm sure, you know, our listeners can um, extrapolate a little bit, but, you know, tell us why. I feel like it's not far off. Well, it's not, f- I guess it's not far off. I feel like they're in a similar genre of people who would like, like the older Green Day stuff and the older Lincoln Park stuff. It was like the first CD I ever had. It, I literally, when you said Childhood Out, was just like, what's well, like the first song I remember listening to? And this is like little, literally like portable CD player, like with headphones, me listening to this as just like, feeling like oh my god like i'm like rebellious i'm just like i'm misunderstood like you don't understand me parents like that was just what this music was to me at that point in my life um you know what was your your first cd so that actually reminds me now i want to change my song um <laughs> i'm all i'm gonna add them both in so the song i'm gonna choose now is uh the cheetah girls song cheetah sisters um disney channel is that disney yeah of course like i love yeah. cheetah girls um that was my yeah. first concert that i went to as a kid was um the cheetah girls i don't know if i can pivot or if, if you were going to do this but like were you form formally diagnosed with adhd mm-hmm. what how, how i've you? been diagnosed twice um like once i think i was 15 and then the other time was like last year just because i needed the paperwork for school um but i like i always knew that i had it like literally for years, probably starting when I was like 10 years old, I would like tell my mom, like, mom, like I can't focus. Like, 
I like I can't do this stuff like I can't focus like should be you know I like I can't do it like I'd forget when people would tell me stuff and I would like I'd always tell my mom like mom can you like take me to the doctor like I know I have it and you know just because she like didn't believe that it was a real thing and like even now she still like kind of like doesn't believe it like you know like she'll say something to me and like I'll immediately forget or if I like forget to turn the lights off or like close the door and she'll be like like why are you doing that I'm like I'm sorry like I just I didn't remember to do it so like even now she's like more understanding but still doesn't 100 percent like really believe like doesn't understand so you're, you're you're saying you if your mom was like like obviously it's funny we talked about earlier because like when i had acting my mom was like super proactive ironically to be like oh get him medicine like let's get him taken care of and that's why i think when i was because i was diagnosed when i was like six or seven which is like pretty young but like i really th- i'm really glad she did it was like really bad. Like I actually, you mentioned like having trouble reading in second grade. Like I was held back in second grade. They thought, I'm pretty sure they thought I was like, it's not a nice word. We don't see, you don't use that word anymore. Okay. What, what's the PC word for it? Well, like, what are you trying to say? Like, like low IQ, like stupid. You could just say like, they thought you had a low IQ. They thought you had some kind of like mental issue. Well, it used to be not like a, a nice... medical term, didn't it? But it's not. It's not anymore. So there's no term. It's for like it a anymore. word that people use. It's like because people try to use the word synonymous synonymously with stupid, and then like yeah, they try to like use it to say things, towards I, people. I need to like some counselor or something to like have me tested. Right, right, right. Okay. Because I Continue. was like, yeah, because like I couldn't focus on anything. Like there was just, um. So my mom's she was she's a school teacher, but she before she was a school teacher she did this like daycare thing at my elementary school. And so she told me that one day she was like on break or whatever. And she went to go like peek into like my classroom. I was either, I don't know what grade I was in, but it must've been like first grade. It could have been kindergarten, maybe second grade. I don't know exactly. But like all the kids were like sitting at their desk and doing whatever freaking six, seven year old kids do. And then she's like, oh, I'm looking through the window. And there's like one kid like running around, like throwing crayons and like going ape shit. And she's like, oh, like shit. And of course that, that kid was me. But, and so she was like, all right, like maybe there's like something wrong with my kid. And like, yeah, there was. (laughs) I mean, like, yeah, like that, I mean, like something similar to that, like, that's kind of why my mom like didn't believe me when I said like, I had this issue because she was like, oh, like you can sit still, like you can like sit down and watch TV. And it's like, you're not jumping off the walls, like throwing stuff. Like, yeah, like at school, I was still like well-behaved, like, you know, like, yeah, so Whatever, you're probably more like ADD than ADHD, right? Which is harder um, harder to know and harder to diagnose. Well, ADD is actually not really a thing anymore. ADD is kind of like one of the subsections of ADHD now, but it's mostly because like just in general, like ADHD symptoms, just like they manifest differently in girls and like women. So it's like yeah. actually like underdiagnosed in girls just because they're like, oh, you know, they're not bouncing off the ball. Like they can like they can shut up and sit down. Yeah, um, for sure. But yeah, so like my ADHD is, uh, it's like the, uh, what's it called? The inattentive kind where it's like mostly in my like working memory. So like, I just, I just forget what I'm doing, you know, what I'm talking about, stuff like that. Yeah, no, I was literally like the poster child for it, but it was, it was both. It wasn't just like, I can't sit still and I'm like twitchy. Like that's definitely, I had that, but I also had like, I can't sit and focus. Like I can't do this. It was like, I had all aspects of it. I was literally the poster child for ADHD, but they had me tested and they're like, no, your kid's like actually 
how do I not be pretentious? But like, no, like he's like actually really smart. He just can't focus. And then my mom was just like, all right, here's, here's Adderall. Here's like a really potent dose of this not very highly class narcotic and uh, take this and everything will be fine. And it was like, yeah, it helped. It definitely helped with the symptoms of ADHD, but it caused its own problems. Yeah. I mean, like now even, I guess I've only been like, I like I've had a prescription for like, like ADHD medicine, like stimulants, whatever, since maybe like I was like 16, 15 or 16. But I honestly like didn't really start taking it until maybe like sophomore year of college, like kind of before that I kind of just like forget, honestly, like I didn't I was like, oh, whatever, like, it doesn't really work that well. Um, I'm just not going to take it. like since like my mom like didn't really want me to take it like you know she like didn't really believe it was a real thing so she wasn't it wasn't like oh like make sure you take your medicine but then like sophomore year of college when I like actually started like seriously taking my own medicine I was like wow like yeah like this is very helpful you know I feel a lot better I can get more stuff done but then it also made me like very aware of like when I don't take it that I'm kind of like oh my god like it's such a strong drug, drug. Like, doesn't it like just change how you feel throughout the day? Like literally, I don't know how it affects you, but for me, it's like, I'll take it in the morning and I will just have this feeling throughout the entire day. That's just like, I'm a different person on this drug than I would be without it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. I'm kind of like, oh, like I have to like, I have to go do all these things. Like I can't sit, like I have to do this and I have to do this and I have to do this. Like I can't, um, you cannot make me laugh on ADHD. It's just like, it's not a thing to me. It's just like really? get to the objective. Like, let's go. I need to study. I need to accomplish X, Y, and Z. Like and maybe you're taking this. too much. Maybe, maybe thought about that. Maybe your dose is too high. My, my dose has been tweaked through my entire thing, but it's, there was never a point where it was like a happy balance between the issues and like what I needed it to do to make well, what it about so when you like don't take it like do you like yourself better when you don't take it absolutely yeah it totally like suppresses my like my personality and like really? everything a lot of good things about me yeah and it was it was a big problem like in middle school and high school I was just like I don't know if I wanted to have friends and I wanted to be able to like socialize with people I wouldn't take it and then I would become, it would become like an ordeal. Like my friends would know, like, is John on Adderall or not on, John not on Adderall today? Fuck, I said my name. But it was, um, it was like, they, they would know. It, right. it, they would be like, oh, he didn't take it. Like, let's go get him to do something crazy. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. It, I, it's feel like, like, I feel like people, honestly, for me, like, I don't know if they'd really know. I think they would, might know if I, w- I was just like being more spacey. Like, I feel like I'm still kind of spacey when I take it, but like, you know, like being even more spacey, uh, just like, I don't know, but I feel like if I was just like talking to someone, like chilling with my friends, like, I feel like they wouldn't really know. I think I still have most parts of my, I think I still have like my personality, even when I take it mostly. Um, I don't know, like, cause I, like, I have very, uh, like, you know, so random, like, I definitely do have like a lot of, uh, like my mind just moves so fast. You know, I have so many things to say. Um, like I jump around a lot when I'm talking. And I feel like I still do that even when I take it, but it's just more, I guess also because we, I think we obviously have different types of ADHD where I just remember more what's going on, but like, I'm still like, you know, bouncing around, mm-hmm. but I don't know, maybe you could like work on a, maybe it's your dosage. How much do you take? Um, I think it's like 25 now. I think I was up higher at some point. I, I don't really know if it varies between like, cause it's not, it's probably like an off-brand Adderall. I don't really think it's actually Adderall or 
it's like it just says something else on the bottle but yeah i think i'm it's taking like, like 25 milligrams anthetamine salts i think is what it says or something like yeah, that yeah yeah well that's uh, like kind of um like there's like you know how there's like the two types of like medicine like adhd drug there's like the stimulants and then the non-stimulants but it's a stimulant from yeah i thought they were like. stimulants but yeah it's just a generic adderall but i don't know i've never had i've taken i'm gonna be honest i've taken a lot of different drugs in my days and nothing compares to like just the total like encompassing feeling and change that like i'm on a fucking drug it's and it just lasts for so long really so do you still take it every day no no i really only take it it's like when i just when i'm in a pinch and i've gotten better but like if i'm in a pinch so when i was in college like i recently graduated i got my engineering degree in 2019 and I definitely took it a lot then because um, it came to a point where I did like stop taking it through hi- high school was just on be honest high school was incredibly easy for me I could have been asleep in past high school to me it was right. like just just like show up and you'll pass high school like that's how I felt about it if you're literally in the classroom when you need to be you'll pass but then even most of I got my AA because I I went to community college because I really had no idea what I wanted to do I was just kind of like adrift like, all right, I'm done with high school. Where do I go? I don't know what I want. I'm just a kid still. They're like, all right, I'll go to community college. No, no Adderall needed. I would just smoke a lot of weed and that would help me like relax. Um, right. And so got like, I, that. Feel, I feel like, sorry, I feel like that'd just be like, I don't know, like I kind of like I feel for you, like that would just be hard because for me, like I feel so much better when like I take medicine, like I know it's working how it should be. Like I'm like, I feel worse when I don't take it, right? Like, so I know, oh, taking it's good for me, but like, I can't imagine being like, oh, like taking it, like it helps me do this, but like, it makes me feel worse, but continue. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, for me, like I, I'd like school. Don't get me wrong. I, I like school and that's all my mom ever cared about. All my mom ever cared about was really like me getting good grades. Not that she was a great mom. Don't get me wrong. But like, that was like her main thing. Like it didn't matter what else was going on. I could be going out like um, just being a crazy fucking kid and like smashing windows but if I was like getting A's it was cool it's it's kind of how it felt so it was just like that's all she ever cared about so that's just naturally I guess what I cared about since I liked school wasn't hard for me um but then I remember where I was going but once I got towards college I got my AA and then I started going into like engineering classes and I'm like all right got to take calculus and then I got to take all these like classes that are really challenging and it's like all right I can't really just get by I can't just like show up and be okay like I need to take this medicine to study and to focus and to get anything done to get anything done I needed it so then it it was back to like five days a week or maybe even if I'm really in a pinch like six or seven days a week like take this drug wake up and focus and 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 study I I didn't like it. it like it hurt my stomach it hurt like it was just that's all I was I was just like on like on an autopilot on this drug like I just need to like study and get my shit done there's no really right. joy, joy in it it was just I needed it I couldn't eat I couldn't sleep but I could study and I could pass tests like crazy right interesting I I understand well I like what's the word I'm thinking of I get like what you need to be anywhere like oh like the same kind of in high school I guess that's why I wasn't more serious about taking it like I did okay in school. Like I was still in like honors classes, AP, like whatever, like solid 90 average, maybe unweighted 88 average, you know, weighted 91, whatever, you know, still smart. 
but I like didn't really have to work that hard like oh like even if I don't study like I'm still gonna pass like I'm not gonna get an A like I'm gonna pass like I just like didn't study like oh like I'm not gonna try that hard in my work like I can definitely coast through and then in college because I transferred so at my first school it was like the same like I can definitely coast through it didn't matter but then when I went to BU I like I don't know how much you know about BU but it's like the hardest school in the country to get an A at so I was kind of like I cannot coast here and like I realized that very fast that I was like okay like the way that I've been studying, the way that I do work, like it is not going to cut it here. Like I actually have to like read. Um, I guess I still don't really do that. I uh, do not read my textbooks. I should start maybe, but it, um, yeah. And then I, that's when I was like, yeah, I should probably really uh, take this more seriously. And then I lost a lot of weight. So that was good too. That was fun. Yeah. It suppresses your appetite, right? Yeah. And I do notice also that like when I don't take it, then I eat not like, oh, I eat a lot more. But like I eat like a lot more like absently like I'll eat more snacks like stuff like I don't need to be eating like I'll eat when I'm bored. I think yep. it's just because like I just like oh I don't realize what I'm doing. So you know, when I'm on Adderall, it's just like it'll be it could be like 16 hours like 20 hours without eating, and I'll literally just be like I'm not hungry, but I can tell my body wants me to eat, so I'll just go ahead and eat something. Like yeah, it just probably I yeah. that's a, that's a common thing with the the stomach and like the hunger suppression apparently. So. Right. Yeah. And then like the, uh, I know sometimes kind of like I have the food, I'm like, oh, I know I need to eat, but then like even swallowing just feels so hard. Yeah. Like no food is appetizing to me. Like you could put my favorite food in front of me on Adderall and I'd just be like, no, like I don't want it. Yeah. Or my mom, she'll be like, oh, like, what do you want? What do you think? Like, what do you want to eat for dinner time? Like, I have no idea. Like, I I don't know. Like you just, you have to pick like, I would, like, I don't know. You can force yourself to eat, but it's not appetizing generally in my experience. Like now if someone was like, oh, like, like, you know how people are kind of like, they're kind of, they're like, oh my God, like, I love food so much. Like, food is the best part of life. Like, I love food. Like, yeah. you know, they're like, I'm food, like, like, I don't get that. Like, well, like, I understand why they feel that way. But like, to me, like, I do, I do not feel that way. Like, I don't, I don't feel like I live for food the way like other people do. And like, that's probably the Adderall. I mean, it is the Adderall, but I'm kind of like, wow, like, am I missing something? Like, I can appreciate like, oh, like, this tastes really good. Whatever. Like, I'm enjoying this. Like, I'm enjoying trying new things and I'm not like, like I'm not like wow like that's the that's my favorite thing is eating yeah yeah I don't know I've kind of come like full circle on that because I I do like I do love food and it definitely I don't know like the sensation you get from like eating really good food I I get it but like before it just really didn't matter it was just fuel I needed to survive yeah I think those um... times like now that I've just had more time to like not be on Adderall not have to constantly like be worried about my next test and now it's just like because like school was way harder than my job to be honest so it's just like I don't I'm not as stressed out now as I was so it's just before it was just fuel to get by fuel to live which is I mean it it is the purpose of food but now I can worry about like if I want to enjoy my food more and I I get the appeal to it I'm not like obsessed with it but I I get why some people are I think probably for me, it's also at some level, some kind of fear of food, some kind, you know, just some kind, it's definitely some kind of, um, like wanting to gain weight. Yeah. It's definitely like some level of like disordered eating where I'm, where I'm like scared of food, where I'm kind of like, oh, I need to eat it. But also like, if I only feel like I need to eat like once a day, like, yeah, like I'm only going to eat once a day, which is like bad. And like, I know, like I should definitely talk to a doctor, but like, it cannot be healthy, but it's also kind of hard. But it's like also kind of hard to, I mean, like, yeah, I know people do like the one, like the one meal a day, but like, they, or like they'll eat their whole day's worth of calories, like at one meal, but like, I'll just eat like one normal sized meal. Yeah. You know? 
and like but it's like hard because it's like in one side of my brain I'm like oh like I know what I'm doing is like not healthy like I know it's not sustainable it can't be good for my body like I know it's bad but then on the other side where people are like wow like you look so much better like you really glowed up like you look so good then I'm kind of like oh like you're saying I look good like why would I like why would I stop doing this so yeah I mean I I guess I could understand that if you feel like you're getting like positive reinforcement from doing something then you'd want to continue doing it naturally yeah naturally only naturally but that's also I guess why I think um glow up culture is uh very toxic oh like I glue up like what were you saying I was very ugly before because I was I not glowing then wait glue up or grow up wait what I'm lost like glow up I don't know what that g-l-o-w you know like oh like she glowed up like like oh like you look so good now like you you glue up I've never heard that that it's not possible you've never heard that I feel like that's so common nah, it's like feel- oh like like you were really ugly two years ago and then you see someone and now you're like so much more attractive like wow like you really glowed up I feel like there's probably not that much like age difference between us but like I feel like we're a different generation so it's like that you might have different yeah, phrases I mean it's also like I don't have a twitter I don't do Twitter. I don't do like, actually I had a Facebook and Instagram for a little bit, but then I just like dipped out and deleted them. I'm just like, no, this isn't for me. I just feel like you're missing all the culture. Maybe. Maybe I'm I'm missing these cool cool catchphrases. I have Reddit. Reddit? (laughs) Wall Street Um, bets. Yeah, I know. Wall Street bets. I'm very upset about my Dogecoin at the moment. My Dogecoin was so up and now it's so much lower, but like I'm still up. Because, like, my Dogecoin cost average is, like, one cent. It was originally, like, 0.006 or 0.0006, like, half a cent. And um, now it's It'll at It'll come cent. around. Elon Musk will tweet something and it will skyrocket. I know. Profit. Anyone out there, um, I don't know when this is going to come out, but please buy Dogecoin. Um, I want to make a lot of money. If Dogecoin hits a dollar, I would have $16,000 from Dogecoin. Like, it was crazy. Like, I spent... Well, I spent like $100 in Dogecoin total. And the other day I was literally up to like $1,400 in Dogecoin or something like that. You held. It was incredible. And then I know I held it because I'm loyal. I'm loyal to getting Dogecoin to a dollar. But then I know someone, um, actually one of my past guests, he bought Dogecoin at like eight cents. He spent $1,000, bought it at eight cents. I feel bad. That's like worth like $200 now. Yeah. And it was crazy. Like he spent a thousand dollars and only got eleven thousand coins, and I spent a hundred dollars and I have sixteen thousand coins. So I'm like pretty into investing and stuff, and like a hobby of mine. But I I'm pretty uh, skeptical on the cryptocurrencies, even though I think the technology is good and I think it will last. But it's just it's hard to evaluate because it's it's like I don't know. I don't want to get into it, but it, yeah, it's, it's just it's there's just nothing. Gambling. It's just nothing. It's it goes up. It goes up. I mean, all stocks are gambling. All of them. No. It's like spe- even if it's like a real company, oh, it's speculation that there something's gonna happen, you know. Anyway, so the second question I asked you, what is a song that you're listening to in your car when you are waiting for something? So the song that I chose was "I Love It" by Kanye and Lil Pump. Oh God, um, I know that one. Right. It's just, it's just a really good song, you know. I mean, it's not like a really good. It's just, I mean, I like. Is it like Stairway to Heaven? Good song? No. But is it like an absolute bop that like if I need to like kill time, like am I going to listen to like, I love it like 15 times in a row and like, like rap it? Like, yeah, like I'm going to do that. So yeah, we the song you chose. Route. We kind of went the same route on that. Yeah. yeah. The song you chose 100 
a hundred grandkids um by mac miller r.i.p all right for one thing if you are in a car with me you better not hope you're in a car with me when that song comes on because i'm going to wrap it all and you're going to be really embarrassed and want to get out of the car at this point in the podcast is when now when i ask you know the very magical question of do you think i have a bad personality you know critique me you know what can i work on why do i always have such bad experiences with men you know why don't they like me you know let me know okay so you want me to just openly criticize you right now yeah i would love okay. for you to criticize me insult me please no i have no need to criticize to, ins- to insult you i'm going to criticize no, that's you because that's what you that asked. Is what i want right i also want you to insult me all right. I guess that is criticizing, but you know. Um, you definitely have a lot of room to grow. I don't necessarily think you have a bad personality. You have some traits that are um, undesirable right now. You're, I feel as if I'm not a good listener either. It's okay. Maybe that's one you can add. Um, let let somebody say something. But I, so... it's a it's actually a reporting. It's a it's an interviewing tactic to um you know get people like especially when they're um like you know they're just rambling you're supposed to cut them off and um, get them okay back okay so, just so i do you ramble know. good point i do ramble um well you said objectively that you hate men so that's that's not a good thing when you're looking to date men so that's one thing i do you say being a straight woman on. is um is is my biggest disease being a straight woman right that is my most toxic trait no it's nothing about being a straight woman i think it's about your you're 20, men? You're, you're you're a young lady who thinks that she knows everything it's a big thing that comes off you're like i can't be wrong my opinions are perfect you're yeah, trust yeah. me when i was 21 i probably was a lot like you right so mm-hmm. so you're, you're very closed-minded on a lot of things that you'll you'll open up to when you discover and you broaden your horizons more so um i'd say like you're, pro- you're probably pretty stubborn just just on mm-hmm. every belief that you hold really yeah, um, like you said correct. you hate men so you're probably like a radical feminist a radical leftist uh mm-hmm. all that stuff Correct. which is fine. I mean, if I listened to Marxist professors all day, I would be that too, but I don't. Um, but so maybe if you want no, to have I success agree. with men, don't hate them. I know you're probably saying that as like a meme or whatever. I'm sure you don't actually actually hate all men. No, I do. Okay. I do. Um, well, that might affect your ability to have a successful relationship with them unless you're going to go gay, which is an option, but um, no, I mean, going gay is not an option. Okay, if you're not attracted to women. Okay. Right. Well, it's not really you, an option. You just, if you're attracted you to them, you're attracted to them. Yeah, but... I mean, it's not like... I, I don't think sexuality is an option. No, you are. You like, like what a, you like. A, yeah. Right, right, right. It's not an option. For sure. Okay, anyways. Yeah, no, I agree. I am very stubborn. Um, I'm like... I feel like I'm both closed and open-minded. I feel like I'm... Yeah, I'm closed-minded on my beliefs. Uh, Like, you know, like people aren't going to, you know, try to sway me on my beliefs. But I'm like... I'm open-minded to people, you know, open-minded to what people want to do, how they want to live their lives, like cultures, you know, things like that. But like, yeah, I definitely am closed-minded on like, you know, my beliefs of. But overall, no, I, if you're going to make me say right now, do I think you have a bad personality? No, I think this podcast is interesting in concept, which is why I was down to do it. And also, to be honest, I didn't have anything to do tonight. <laughs> but I mean, it's like winter and a pandemic, so it's like my options are pretty limited. But I think the concept is cool. Uh, I think you are maybe trying to listen and hear other people's perspective. You have a lot of room to grow, but that's natural with somebody your age. So Right. So you're saying I should be a better listener, be more open-minded to other people's beliefs. 
yeah, those are, those would be two good takeaways for sure. Thanks guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Let me know what you think. Do our vibes match? How the songs fit? Um, make sure you tweet me at bad personality, bad two B's. You know, let me know what you think. Do I have a bad personality? Remember to follow me on Instagram. You know, you can see how hot I am at Michelle Gold, Michelle with three L's. Um, yeah, that's really it, guys. Thanks. Come back next week. We'll see who I'm talking to. Bye. Oh, that's not what I want to press.